Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Live from the Panther Rant Studios, it's the Panther Rant Podcast. From inside my car. I guess I should do some music along with the uh, whole uh, thing, I don't know. Well, it's Monday morning. I'm on my way to work. Drinking my coffee in my um, Houston Texans tumbler that I got for over 50% off. Actually, yeah, pretty much. I got for about 10 bucks, which is one thing I, I can say good about the Texans tanking is one, you know, if you want tickets for the Texans right now, you can get it for like 20, 30 bucks on StubHub, except for the Steelers, of course. The Steelers are going for over $100 still. And I thought about taking my son to the Steeler game just so he can get his first Steeler game. Because it's pretty much going to be a home game there. But at this juncture, I have better, I mean, the tickets are going to come up to you know, over 200 bucks, And with parking and stuff and food and whatever, I got better things I can do with my money than a football game. So with that money, when you have kids, you got bills to pay, all that stuff. Really, you got bare things you can do with uh, that type of money. For me, it's uh, a lot. You know, I have a lot more important things. Plus, you know, it's it's Christmas, and you know, <laughs> who knows how much money I'll have left over after the holidays. If I have any left, it's going to go somewhere else. So, anyways, kicking things off. Uh, pit hoops. Pit uh, took the took the city game. Pretty good game actually, and uh, you know, as far as I could tell, I um, saw parts of it. You know, I didn't realize it was being broadcast on freaking Facebook, which really you know, irked my nerves because it's you know, I think the only time I can really watch anything pit is usually on ESPN three. You know, some occasional football games get broadcast at the, you know on TV, but a lot of times I'm I'm subjected I'm subjected to the ACC network. But you know, pick came out swinging early, and um, they were up uh, big at the half. Duquesne made a little surge. and Pitt, uh, you know, recovered and pulled away. That's all I can say about that game, and obviously a big game for Marcus Carr, and obviously um, Stallings is, uh, you know, he's shortening his bench a bit as well. You know, his rotation was eight players, and I think he's going to, you know, as, tw- as the play begins with ACC, he's probably going to do, he's probably going to play only certain players because he needs the best players he can find to 
it's going to give them the best chance to win games. And if it means rotating eight players, then that's just how it's going to be. You know, it's not going to be easy. And it never is. But uh, next two games, Pitt has uh, Mount St. Mary's tomorrow. And then uh, end of the week, they got West Virginia in the backyard brawl. Which will be, which obviously is going to be a big test for Pitt. Because just like Duquesne, they're going to come, you know, West Virginia's going to come out with the um, obvious um, intention of beating the crap out of Pitt. So basically, same thing, Pitt's going to have to come out swinging in this one. But, um,. Obviously, this game here with the city game, it was a much better played game. You know, by Pitt, not as many headaches. And you know, I was thinking, maybe we should let Duquesne keep the city game trophy. I mean, let's. I mean, let's be honest. Do we really need it? Do we really need the city game trophy? I'm sure it's a cute thing to have, but we should always expect to be Duquesne, and really, the city the city game trophy really isn't that much of an accomplishment. It's just to say, hey, you beat us, and you, you beat your cross town, your quote unquote cross town rival. Have the trophy. I mean, we should just let Duquesne have it. Say, hey, you know what? We beat your we beat your ass. Just take the trophy. You know, go hug it. Hold it for us. At least that's why. At least it's you know my my thing. That's what I would do. Just let him have it. Let little brother. You want you want it. Let little brother have the uh, thing. Let him play with it. Show it to all of his friends. Hey, I got my big brother's trophy. Look at it. Look how shiny it is. Ooh. You know. I mean, you know, give give the Duquesne students something to feel good about. All right, so enough of that. We move on. Obviously, the college football playoff has been set. Clemson's going to play Bama. Wisconsin's going to Wisconsin. Well, they're not playing anybody. It's Georgia playing Oklahoma. And I'm trying to figure out how I figure high. I'm confused Wisconsin. It's Prether's red uniforms that did it. But yeah, it's it's pretty and it's pretty uh, it's pretty hard to confuse Baker Mayfield with Alex with Alex Hornibrook. <laughs> well, for one thing, Alex is left-handed, and um, that's all I can really say about Alex Hornibrook is he's left-handed. There's not much else to talk about him. If anything, we should be saying Paul Chris a thank you card for taking him with him. Because I was bummed when we lost Tony Brook. You know, he obviously has some. He had a lot of potential, but I don't know. I mean, I've watched him. I watched him last year and this year, and he just really isn't good. And until Paul Chris gets himself a quarterback, that's just how that's going to be. 
And it's, it's funny, I had a few I had a discussion with a few of my other buddies that are obviously Big Ten Shields because they're from Penn State. And one guy told me, he said, Paul Chris really isn't that good of a C, quote unquote CEO. I was like, he's a great, he's a great assistant coach. I was like, he could, I was like, he could be, you know, he's a great assistant coach. He's a good head coach, but he's not going to be a great, great coach. And all, but you know, the Wisconsin formula work has worked the last two years for them. I mean, they they've been the ACC title game the last two years. It's just they don't have the athletes to match up against the other teams. And re- and really, if you look at the Big Ten, it's really set up so either Mich- Michigan or Ohio State wins the Big Ten title. And occasionally Penn State. But the conference primarily caters to the Ohio State and, and Michigan. So let's be realistic. And that's really how that conference is set up. And so one of them wins it. And the thing about it is, it doesn't matter how many losses Ohio State has or these or these guys are out of the playoffs. And what matters is that they're contending for the Big Ten title and it gives us something to brag about. Oh, look, at Ohio State, which is one of their, their titles. Oh, but they're not in the college football playoffs. Oh, who cares? But he, oh, they won it, though. And you know, Ohio State got away with this crap last year with the, with the playoffs, where they, where they didn't win their conference title and they got in. And now, you know, now they get let out. Let out, and some people want to, and certain people want to complain now. I mean, where were all these people last year when this happened? And basically, you know, um, Bama got in because they're Bama. That's all I can say. And, and to be honest with you. I watched Ohio State play this year, and I really wasn't all impressed with them at all. At all. There wasn't a whole much. There, I mean, defensively they're not bad. Offensively they're just they're garbage. And you know they made they, you know they made they made a living basically of being, being off bad opponents. I mean, there was one there was one glimpse of it where. Uh, you know, where they play Penn State and picked apart their secondary, and of course they were in Michigan State as well. They, got, I mean, Ohio State got great athletes. It just, you know, a pat, I mean, JT Barrett just is what he is. I mean, you'll win. I mean, you'll win games with him, but a lot of times you won't win because of him. Except for that Penn State game, of course, they won because of him. But. uh there's no controversy really here. I mean, Bama is just Bama. They have they have great players, great athletes, and of course, from a ratings perspective, you want Bama in there. And they got over a month. They got over a month to prepare for Clemson as well, so they they could be Clemson, which would obviously feed the hunger of the Big Ten, the Big. 12. Big Ten and the Big Twelve uh, fanboys who do nothing but trash Clemson because they lost to Syracuse when Clemson didn't have their their starting quarterback. 
Clemson lost a 28-4 pit last year, and they still won the national title. So they can just eat it. As far as the ACC title game goes, I don't know what the hell happened to Miami. But the only thing I can really think of is they punched Notre Dame in the mouth repeatedly, destroyed them. And I think, you know, the Virginia game, they were looking ahead. They played Pitt, and obviously they may have been looking ahead as well. But uh, Pitt on defense punched them in the mouth several times, and Miami didn't know how to respond. And it was the same thing with Clemson. Clemson came out with a bit with, you know, wanting to throw the first few punches, and Miami just gave up. Hopeless. They were hopeless. But um, if you think about it, Miami's um, season, it pretty much ended up, you can say it almost ended like Pitt's uh, 2009 season ended. You know, Miami was a top 10, they were rolling, they lose to a bad, to a quote-unquote bad Pitt team, but then they lose the the conference game. The thing about it is that the only difference is... uh, Pitt lost their quote-unquote conference game on a last-second touchdown when they blew a 31-10 lead. Miami just didn't show up to this one. Crazy. And, of course, uh, look at the rest of the group. The Oklahoma had a hell hell of a season. They were going to get in once they won out. Obviously, you can say the the title game helped them, too, because they won that. And uh, Georgia got in, too, and they took care of business, which was expected. Maybe if maybe if Auburn wins, well, Bama doesn't get in. I like to hope that, but I think Bama was getting in no matter what. And there's some great bowl games. seeing. I watched also Central Florida play Memphis, and that game was a high-scoring game, and you hate to see how it ended like it did. And then, of course, Scott Frost gets asked about the Nebraska job right after the game, which was, you could say, horrible taste, but that's just, that's just um, reporters doing their jobs. And, um, yeah, he could have, you know, kept it, you know, he could have kept it, um, that question for another time, but we live in an age of television ratings, page clicks, video plays, things of that nature. So, of course, he was going to ask that question because he wanted that, or at least the network did. But, uh, yeah, Frost is going to Nebraska, and I'm not sure how that's going to, how that's going to end up. I mean, uh, both Pliny had them winning. It just they weren't winning conference titles, and he got into with the AD and the AD in return hires Mike Riley, which was a was which 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 pretty much was a what the fuck hire. I didn't understand a hire at all. I mean, he's a great guy, class 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 coach, but he obviously needs to get on with life's work, which he probably is. 
But then Arizona State hires Herm Edwards, and they're trying to do this whole C- whole thing about the CEO, which I don't freaking get. And they had to keep, not to mention he has to keep two coaches on payroll. And personally, you know, if I'm a coach, I want to bring in my own, play, my own coaches. I don't, you know, I don't get it. But, um, obviously the Tennessee debacle has been a fun one as they don't have a coach right now as they're still, they got a new AD as they ousted this, they ousted Curry or Curry, whatever his last name, what, how you pronounce it, because Philip Fulmer wants, you know, wants his glory. Philip Fulmer pretty much wants Tennessee to rely on him is what it is. He wants to be looked upon like he was when he was a coach and he won the national title. That's all this is. It's about him. And, you know, Phil, Phil Fulmer hasn't really gotten where he's been by being nice. Ooh. So, and of course, I'm driving past. It looks like there's a wreck. The sad part is they could clear this wreck and they could just pull over to the side and they, they won't do it. Their cars are drivable. But whatever. But uh you know Tennessee just in you know, Nebraska, they're just they're, they're not attract, attractive jobs like they were years and years ago, like in the late nineties. And uh I'm not sure how Frost is not paying out. I mean, Bo Pelini was a Nebraska man, and he won games. He just came up short a lot. He was he was pretty much a knuckle dragger. Knuckle dragger wasn't good at politics. And at the end of the day, he just wanted to coach football. And obviously, Youngstown State is probably the best place for him. Otherwise, he'd just be an assistant somewhere else. Because you got as a coach, you got to learn how to handle politics. It's harder to do, and you know, like Dave Wanstead, for instance. You know, he obviously could handle politics well, and he ended up out of the job with Peterson because you know those two could not coexist. Dave never liked them. You can tell by the article that was written a few days ago. And what's funny about it is, I said pitch it to a fundraiser. Should do a comedy stand-up fundraiser. And they could just have Dave Wanstead up on stage talking about Steve Peterson for, for a good two hours. You know, give Dave, you know, uh, a drink. You know, give him his Iron City or or bourbon, whatever he prefers, an icy light. Give him a couple of them and just let him get tanked and just let him start talking stories about Steve Peterson. It'd be great. I love it. Uh, playing the jobs up for grabs now. I mean, um, not sure what happens with SMU. Obviously, they'll be looking. Florida State's still looking. You know, Jimbo Fisher got 10 years, 75 million. It's all guaranteed. And uh, I can't, I can't blame him for taking it. I mean, uh, A&M isn't a good, really isn't that great of a job. Is what people think it is. It's just it's in College Station for one thing, and A and M is pretty much 
you know, they win games. It's just hard to win in the SEC if you're A&M. And I don't think you're going to see similar results with Jimbo Fisher. But at the end of the day, he's going to get paid for this. So get paid and call it a career. I mean, at least that's what I would do. Shoot. Then again, he's going through a messy divorce. Lord knows how much of that is going to go to his ex. Ugh. Hope it works out. But, you know, the 5-7 and seven season of Pitt was a blessing in disguise because nobody really wants our coaches, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's early yet. And obviously, you know, Penn State on their end, they've, they've filled their role. They've obviously filled some, uh, you know, there are vacant positions now. None of Moorhead's gone. Otherwise, there's still more than this soap opera with all the coaching searches. So enjoy it. It's getting it's getting better by the better by the day. And I'm sure as I record this podcast, it's going to get better. And we got some good college football. The bowl games are the bowl games are coming pretty soon and. And the playoffs should be here next month in January, which I'm looking forward to. But uh, I don't know who I think is going to win this. I like that. I let my bias is Clemson. If they get past Bama, I think they they win it. If, if Clemson can get past Alabama, they win. They're going to they're, they're taking it. If not, it's probably going to be Bama that takes it because I can't see. Georgia beating Bama, and I can't see um, Oklahoma beating Bama either. I think they'll tear. I think that Bama defense will tear Baker Mayfield apart. And I think you know Georgia will just um, they'll just bow down to Alabama. Those those two two teams play because we could see another SEC you know national championship where it's two SEC teams, which which we saw years and years ago, which when it was LSU and Bama. And I remember, I think LSU won a game 7-0 or 3-0, I forget. But I just remember it was such a low-scoring game, but people talked about how awesome the game was. All these athletes, blah, blah, blah. It was horrible. Fo- it wasn't athletes. It was horrible football. But anyways, I'm done here. You guys have a great week. I'll be probably talking later. I was going to record the the pit football year interview or year interview, but I didn't do it because I got I'm on a call and I'm busy at work and I want to throw this pager out the window. This today's my last day and I'm hoping it's a stress free day, but who knows? Oh well, enough of that rambling. Hell to pit. Bye. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. 
Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. All state vehicle and property insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.